You are listening to the One Life Podcast by Stena Fitness, where we share our tips, journey, and failings to help you maximize your one life. Welcome to episode 13 of your One Life Podcast. Uh, Today we're talking about how you be is all you see. And what we're talking about here is what you project out to the world is what reflects back to you. And so as a quick example off the start here, if you approach the day in a positive, happy mindset, others are going to reflect that back to you. And likewise, if you start the day down in the dumps, others are going to reflect that back to you as well. And what got me thinking about this and then Julie and I talking about this is I was out running the other day, just, you know, feeling normal, nothing special. And I passed this uh, woman walking two dogs I got the biggest good morning, how are you, I think I've ever heard, especially during COVID when everyone seems to run away from you when you're running because they think that... Oh yeah, people um, like see you running coming, they're like, quick, <laughs> They run up driveways and everything. But she gave me the biggest hello, how are you that I've had in a long time. And it just made me smile. And I think I carried that smile with me the rest of the day. And what I noticed was I was smiling and happy And then I would say hello to other people. They would say hello back. And, you know, everyone else just was kind of picking up on that positivity that started by this one uh, woman walking walking her dog. And I remember, too, I have an example of this when um, it's about paying it forward and just being receptive to receiving gifts, too. But I was I was a fairly new grad physio working in a super busy clinic and I think I had probably had 20 patients back to back that day with no breaks um, and I had one of my patients that I've been seeing for a while she was so thoughtful she brought me it was like a venti I remember this it was like when Starbucks first came out <laughs> with iced coffee this is, I, you're making yourself I know I'm making old, myself so. myself hey I'm an experienced physio okay, okay yeah. so this is when this iced coffee first came out and she brought me like a venti iced coffee in a reusable plastic cup with a green plastic straw. And I still have it because I can't get rid of it because I just remember how happy I remember seeing her walk down the hall with that coffee. And, uh, and she was walking without her cane, which we've been working on. And I was so proud of her and so happy that she brought me the coffee. And I just remember carrying that feeling. And now to this day, I love buying people coffee, bring, surprising them, sending people coffee cards, just like randomly DoorDash delivering coffees to people. So fun. I love it. So that one little thing, it just really brightens up your day. Yeah, and I think that, and, and like we were saying, that just carries through. Because then Julie had that coffee from that patient and then was happier and happier treating other people. And they had a better experience and left happier. And then I think it just really snowballs. Uh, and then, of course, the opposite can happen. So that was a, a long-winded intro for us. But Julie, what are we drinking tonight? Ooh, oh, yeah. So it's, what is it, Monday night? We're setting the stage. Girls are in bed. And we have this really lovely... Red wine from Multipulciano in... Oh, that was a good pronunciation. Oh, yeah, <laughs> in Tuscany. We didn't actually go to that exact town, but we were in the region and we sampled the wine and it just kind of takes us back to Italy. I don't know what kind of wine... It, what What is it? I can't see. I don't know, but it ha- came with like a little piece of the vine like tied onto the bottle. 
I know cheap marketing, but it definitely worked because I, I brought it because I'm like, oh, I remember like walking through the vineyards in this area. So I'm going to buy this because it has a twig uh, tied to the bottle. But it worked and it's not too bad. Let's dig into this a little bit deeper. And I think really the overarching theme is you want to try and approach the day in a positive, happy mindset. I know it's really easy for us to say that here when it's a relaxing evening, drinking red wine, but there are strategies that we're trying to implement into our practice or our daily practice that I think will be beneficial for everyone to really help put you in that positive, happy mindset. And the first one we've talked about a ton, so we're not going to go into it deep here, but that's having a gratitude practice. And if you want us our in-depth thoughts on it, listen to the last podcast, episode 12. That's all about having a gratitude practice and incorporating one into your day. But if you don't have one, let's try and start one. Whether it's jotting something down in your journal, uh, your day planner, or going around the kitchen table at night, or talking to your spouse, friend, kids at bedtime about something they're thankful for in the day, you know, start that gratitude practice. And that's really going to help you focus on the positives in the day. Um, the second one is, it's kind of a funny name we gave it, but it's having rules for mandatory good acts. And you may think, why well, do I need a rule to have to do good? And the reason is because we all have bad days and we all have off days. And the easiest way to get out of that funk is to do something good for someone else. It's going to put you in a good mood. It's going to put them in a good mood. And then it's going to start shifting how you see the world and the world is going to reflect reflect that new positive energy back to you and i know julie has a whole bunch of good examples here or sometimes you forget too so if you kind of make yeah. it automatic yeah then you won't forget so i know it sounds sounds bad to be to make generosity automatic but i think or rule i think but we I think sometimes you have to so these are some things that some of these we do already and some of them we're going to do better and some of them we're starting to incorporate so for example the first thing that we're going to start incorporating and i just heard this today and i think i've heard it before and i thought oh, that's a cool idea we should do that is having a basket of goodies out on your front door for the delivery man like or delivery woman or delivery woman's Sorry, I've never had, we've never had a woman. It's all men. Sorry, I'm I'm not gender biased, but having snacks for the delivery person, like that could just be a simple random act of kindness. They've probably been delivering hundreds of packages that day in and out of their car, not taking time for themselves. And then they show up at your door and there's like, I don't know, a nice bottle of Perrier and a granola bar or something simple, just something easy you can throw and keep in a basket out there and just put it out every morning and just have it there for the delivery person. And I think maybe they will treat our packages kinder. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, you don't do it for that. Like you never, you always want to give, never expecting anything in return for but, sure. But yeah, I mean, think how happy you would be if someone just walked into your place of work and, and gave you a a snack or a treat or something, right? It's that extra little dopamine hit and it gets you excited, it gets them excited and then everyone starts to see the world in that better light. So this week when I'm shopping, I'm going to pick up some kind of snacks that can be okay outside for a bit. And maybe hide them from your husband? Yeah, so it's going to be you. off limits. I'm going to have to like put a code on there and 
text the code to the driver. Here's yeah. the code. <laughs> Otherwise, my husband will eat It's it. not enough to have food off limits in the house. It needs to be fully hidden. I have to hide everything. No, I don't do that. Okay. And another thing is the coffee. This We've already talked about this, but have you ever been in the lineup when the guy or the people in front of you buy your coffee? I don't think I have. Have you? No, but I, I restrained about a monk on a bus in Thailand once. That's, oh, yeah. That, that's a good that was one. a good one. <laughs> you can just tell it? Sure, I'll, I'll tell it here. But we were traveling in Australia and Southeast Asia for a year. Uh, and I was probably at my all-time skinniest because money was quite tight. And, <laughs> and we were like, we were hiking and it was hot. And we were, yeah, 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 yeah we probably weren't malnourished. <laughs> <laughs> but we were on a bus in rural Thailand. And I forget where we were going. But there was this monk on the bus young young gentleman uh, and he had two pieces of corn cooked in and and, and saran wrap and he shared one with me and so weird. i think of it <laughs> i think of it all the time still it was just a really nice gesture yeah um and it's something that puts a smile on my face to this day all in along with the generosity so one thing that i do quite often like you know when you're checking out at the grocery store and they say would you like to donate five dollars to the Alberta children's hospital i usually say yes i don't say yes every single time i usually say yes or i'll say oh no i just did that last week but now i'm making it a new rule for myself i'm going to say yes every time and that's just gonna pay it forward maybe the person next to me hears me saying yes and they're going to say yes too and and, and usually kinda, i mean usually it's like a dollar or two dollars or you're just rounding up or to the rounding next up dollar. yeah do you want to round up to the next dollar for i don't know kids cancer fund yes i do and as someone who used to work retail for many years um and who's asked that question many times when someone says yes like even though the money's not going in your pocket you still get excited because you get told no so many times when you ask that question. It's really nice to hear yes. You almost expect it. Although I'm not going to be saying yes to the deal of the week. Sorry. Because <laughs> I don't usually want that. Um, and the other thing too is rounding up when tipping. Like So for example, if you're... And I used to be a server. So I remember the first time. I don't know how many... I've got a lot of nice tips. Because <laughs> I worked super hard. But I remember one time I got a $50 tip. Whoa. I know. Well, it's kind of a... Yeah, and, and, there's a story here. And you're here. old enough to remember when iced here. coffee just came out. So like with inflation... I remember getting a $50 tip and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't take this. Like I was like embarrassed. And he's like, no, you're taking this. So that's one thing I'm working on too is when you're offered something, take it and be thankful. Do not say, no thanks, that's okay. Take it. You have to be open to receive all of the generosity coming your way too. And I'm going to be off topic here, but I think that goes for all of us. Is when you get a compliment, how many times do you say, you know, someone says, oh, you look nice today. And you're like, oh, thanks, but, and then you yeah. belittle yourself or belittle the compliment. Oh, I always Don't do that. Don't do that. Just accept the compliment, people, uh, because you deserve it. Okay. Okay, so round, so next time you're out for dinner, if this ever happens again, I don't know, or make sure you tip your driver. Say your food was like, I don't know, $38, or you're, you were gonna, your food was 30, you're gonna tip eight, just round it up to 40. $2 out of your pocket is gonna mean a huge amount of difference to, to your driver. So it's just gonna make them feel good. So, okay, and moving on, what's another thing? Oh, yeah, saying hi to people. So, 
try to say hi to 10 people. Like if you're, if we see 10 people in a day, I don't know if we see 10 <laughs> people, but be the first person to say hi. Like this thinking back, like when I used to work in the hospital, everyone just like motors on head down, doesn't even say hi. A lot of times I find people are pretty friendly, but like some people are just so busy or they're thinking what they're going to do next. And all of a sudden you pop in and say, Hey, how you, how you doing? How's it going? How you going? And then they're like, Oh wow. Okay. How you doing? Like it's kind of stops people in their tracks and it just really kind of gets them in that kind of shakes them out of whatever they were doing. <laughs> it puts a smile on people's face. And, and oftentimes and I put this on my Instagram the other day is I'll go for um, a bike or a run. And instead of hunting Strava segments, for those of you who have Strava, I'll go and try and collect waves and smiles. My goal to ride or run is to see how many waves and smiles I can get from um, other cyclists and runners, and and people love it. Like if you if you're on a bike or you're running and you smile and wave at someone else walking or running or biking, you know you're almost always going to get one back, and then you can see them run by with that smile stuck on their face. So so don't be afraid to go smile collecting next time you're out for a walk or run or, yeah. or bike. Just another reminder that like how you be is all you are. Um, okay, so the last thing that I was thinking of for this segment is just checking in with a friend once a week or make it kind of, you don't really want to set this in your schedule, but just think in your mind, who have I checked in with this week? Like, how is this person doing? Like, just make sure like if you're really thoughtful that you check in with your friends and and then people check in on you too, make sure that you're okay. Yeah, because how awesome is it when you get that text from a friend? Hey, just thought I'd check in. How's it going? What What's going on with you? It always makes you feel good, um, and so don't be afraid to be the one that initiates it. And I had a friend at work, and he actually kept a list of friends, and he would start the list, and the first person would get a text that week, the second person would get a text that week, and so on. So don't be afraid to schedule it. You're still doing something nice. One more main topic left, uh, people's places propaganda. But before we get into that, we just wanted to say if you're enjoying the podcast or you're interested in what Julie and I are doing here at One Life uh, and Standard Fitness, there's three ways you can kind of connect with us in a more uh, intimate manner, I guess I'll say. Uh, The first is to join our free text community. Uh, And with that, we send out one to three texts per week. uh, And they're focused on inspiration, education, good nutritious recipes, just a fun way to kind of get your hit of dopamine uh, during the week. And so to join that, text hashtag one life, um, and you can spell out the word one, to 587-804-2114. And I also have that in the show notes. The other way is to have Julie and I work with you as your fitness and wellness coaches. And we have the Netflix of fitness and we can help you Uh, Pick a program, have an accountability group, and just have a lot of fun in helping you reach your goals, whether you're, you know, just getting into fitness and wellness or whether you're, you know, a high, high level athlete, we're happy to, to help you. And the third way is to work with us to, to build a a business and to build a fitness business. And we mentor quite a few uh, coaches now, and we're always looking for uh, energetic and positive people to, to help. So if any of that is of interest to you, let us know. And we can't wait to work with you. And with that, Julie, people, places, propaganda. Okay, let's finish this off. So you've probably heard this a ton, a ton, but your environment is stronger than your willpower. I love that quote. 
And I always tell this to our clients that you cannot outrun a bad diet. So I'll say it again. You cannot outrun or outtrain a bad diet. That's why we really focus on our nutrition programs a ton. But this transfers over to your friends and your environment as well. So you cannot outrun a negative family or friend at all. They are going to wear you down. So you need to surround yourself with people who lift you up. So surround yourself with positive, motivating, successful, driven people. And that's, or if you don't want to do those things, then surround yourself with people with what you want to do. But for example, like we have such an amazing swim group. They're so fun, but everyone there is so positive, driven. It's just such a great environment to be in. So surround yourself with people that you, who you want to become, because you become the product of your five closest friends or the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah, and and it goes, you know, maybe you're sitting here saying, well, I don't really have people that I want to surround myself with or, or have trouble with that. You know, that's okay, because that's when it comes into places and propaganda. You know, so what are you taking in? Are you... Hang out with us. <laughs> you're hanging out with us. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, what are you consuming? What's on your social media feed? Are you following positive people? Or are you following the people who find the negative in every single situation? Uh, no, you don't need that. Find positive people. Listen to positive podcasts, right? You know, I'm all for watching the news, but it repeats itself every 10 minutes is the exact same stories. So I'll watch the 10 minutes, find out what's going on, and then I'll turn it off because I don't need to hear this exact same negativity all the time. So people, places, propaganda, make sure those are positive. Because if they're negative, it's going to wear you down, it's going to get to you, and it's going to be really hard to reflect out a positive image that you want reflected back to you. Yeah, and always remember this, because how you be is all you see. Yeah. Write that down. Screenshot it. Look at it every day. How you be is all you see. And and you're going to see it, because you're going to go out tomorrow, and you're going to say hi to 10 people, and you're just going to see how that changes your outlook and their outlook on the day. You're going to leave out those snacks for that delivery driver. So excited to do that. Can't wait. We're going to be getting a lot of packages I love, just I love so I giving, can go out and, I love and, giving and, stuff. and sample the <laughs> snacks. <laughs> Brings us to everyone's favorite segment, Fail of the Week. And for once, it is not me. Yeah. Well, I've done it before. Okay, so this is a big one. <laughs> Super big one. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw my suffering during this so this is what happened so the very last swim before the pools closed down um setting the stage here kevin had just made some he pulled the bread maker out of the basement i'm really bad at telling stories he made some bread (laughs) he made some really lovely fresh homemade bread and it smelled so good and i was like oh i should have just have a little piece of bread before i go swimming and i haven't been eating gluten because i think i'm sensitive to gluten i do have the gene this is a whole other podcast it's not (laughs) active um (laughs) negative celiac test through western medicine anyways so (laughs) so i have this bread and i get like an instant headache like right away and i was like oh man no i need to swim because it's going to be the last swim before everything shuts down again and I'm getting my butt to the pool. Yeah, we had to sense things were shutting down. And for the record, no one else got sick from the bread. It was not... Yeah, but it wasn't the healthiest bread. It was like no. white flour. It was, it like, was a test loaf. We it never, was fun. We would never <laughs> use it. Make this. Anyways. Back to the story. Okay, so I eat this bread. 
Like, I have the worst headache. Like, okay, I need to swim. And to make matters worse, too, like there, at this point, there was like two or three of us in the pool. So all eyes on all the swimmers. And you had like a one-on-one kind of coach. This is the only way to get pool time right now. So I get there, make my way to the pool. I'm like, okay, I need to get in my 3K. I could barely, <laughs> by the time I got to the edge of the pool, I was like, oh, I feel so sick. No, you're doing this. Got in the pool, hammered out my 3K. I don't even know how. I had the worst headache, felt so nauseous and dizzy. And I was like, like doing flip turns. I'm like, I can't even see. Okay, so I got out of the pool. <laughs> so embarrassed. I thought I was going to throw up. So embarrassed. And then <laughs> made my way into the shower. Thought I was going to pass out in the shower. Made it through the shower. <laughs> And then I was so, oh my gosh. Then I had, then I texted Kevin. I was like, I think you're going to have to come get me. So we are a one car family. That is our pride and joy that we can say that we're a one car family. I had the car at the Y. It was kind of a cold day, typical Calgary day. And Sophia was babysitting Libby. She was just getting into babysitting, wanted to babysit Libby. I said, okay, I will pay you while I go swimming. Because I was working in the basement. Yeah, Kevin was working. So then I called and I was, this was like middle of the day, maybe 3.30. I was like, I think you have to come get me. So I was like, I don't know if I can walk to the car. (laughs) Not feeling good, but you have to come get me. So I stumbled to the car. I think I passed out in the car and Kevin rounded up the girls and Sophia charged me extra for a rescue fee. I told her to. I know I paid her for that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I paid her her $20. It's just good business. (laughs) If you have to do a rescue, you get paid extra as a babysitter. Oh, so that was the worst. rescue fee plus time to go to the pool. Yeah, and the girls got bragging rights because they they got to rescue mom at the pool. Thank goodness. Oh, my goodness. We were running. I was running, and they were on their – Livy was on a run bike, so I was pushing her, and then Sophia was on her bike. But we made it. Um, So, yeah, that was a fail of the week. What's the moral of the story here for everyone? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't eat kevin's bread no i think it's I, I think i think i mean we laugh now but we're quite worried at the time and i think it is we all know and it we was sh- not coronavirus <laughs> yeah we, yeah because yeah it's, it's that season but we all knew we all know things we shouldn't do and then we do them anyways well, maybe i'm better now and we're like why did i do that i knew that was going to happen um it's just like eating a bag of candy oh so good oh so bad right we, the, we there's things we just know are bad we do them anyways and then we pay for them and what you need to think of before you do the thing you know is bad is i know i'm going to suffer for this is it worth it is me you know passing out in the car from eating a piece of bread worth eating that piece of bread but that was more of a test too, yeah for me. but as an example yeah um you know, is me spending $100 on this item worth it when I know I'm going to regret it tomorrow, right? I'm going to the bar, I'm going to spend $100, $200. You know, I'm probably going to regret it tomorrow because I'm mad I spent the money, I'm going to have a headache. Whatever it is for you, you know, there's things that um, we know we shouldn't do that we do anyway, so just don't do them. And with that, I think that's everything. See you next week.
Thanks for listening, guys. And if you love this episode, and if you have friends who also want to maximize their one life, we would so appreciate if you like, comment, and share this with your friends so we can keep these episodes coming. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Julie Stenner and at KStan81. Or drop us a comment and a DM with your questions. We'd be happy to chat with you guys. As always, contact us at StennerFitness at gmail.com. And don't forget to maximize your one life. Thank you.